Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we have the 2021 Audi Q5 facelift. Yeah, didn't I actually didn't quite know that we got a facelift at Audi Q5. And more importantly, that it was about time for one. So anyway, let's delve into the article. 2021 Audi Q5 facelift breaks cover with sharper design and updated tech. Audi has lifted the veils off the facelifted, or lifted the veils of the facelifted 2021 Audi, or sorry, Q5 SUV, which brings a sharper design in line with the brand's newest models, as well as the latest tech the company has to offer. The updates also apply to the plug-in hybrid Q5, as well as the SQ5 performance model. On the outside, the 2021 Audi Q5 can be recognized thanks to the new standard LED headlights and taillights, which sport fresh graphics as seen on newer Audi models and dynamic turn signals at the rear. The headlights can be had with dynamic turn signals too, if the customer chooses the optional matrix LED headlamps. For the first time in the Q5, the taillights offer OLED or OLED lighting technology as an option. The SUV also gains a thinner and wider octag octagonal octagonal single frame grill as well as taller side air intakes with sporty trapezoidal inserts the side sills are also redesigned while the rear end now features a new trim element connecting the taillights and a new horizontal diffuser insert oh horizontal diffuser insert so it sounds like it has a fake fake taillight or not fake taillight <laughs> fake fake exhaust which is lame Audi has also introduced two new available colors, District Green and Ultra Blue. District Green, what a, ugh, what a horrible name. Boring, boring name. Both offered on the Q5 Fev and SQ5 variants. Also new are the standard and available wheels, which range from 18 inches in the base model to 21 inches in the SQ5. The Q545 TFSI model comes standard with the advanced line exterior, which adds vertical chrome strips in the grille and silver accents in the front and rear bumpers. The Q5 plug-in hybrid model comes standard with the S-line exterior, which brings a sportier honeycomb structure in the single-frame grille and a more aggressive front and rear diffuser design. As for the SQ5 range topper, it offers an available black optic package adding matte black roof rails, high-gloss black mirror caps, and black exterior accents along with 20-inch 5, 5V spoke star design wheels in bicolor finish with summer tires. Standard 10.1-inch MMI touchscreen available 12.3-inch Audi virtual cockpit. Inside, the facelifted Audi Q5 adds a 10.1-inch MMI touchscreen backed by the all-new MIB3... Why did they choose MIB? <laughs> They're just ripping off the movie! <laughs> MIB3 infotainment system, which can be paired with an available 12.3-inch Audi Virtual Cockpit Plus instrument cluster. The Audi smartphone interface comes standard, providing access to wireless Apple CarPlay and Google Android Auto for compatible devices. In the United States and Canada, the 2021 Audi Q5 comes with the integrated toll module ITM standard on all models. The cabin also gains new walnut wood inlays and leather upholstery with contrast stitching as well as standard high-gloss black interior trim elements. Additionally, SQ5 models benefit from standard electronic steering column adjustment. A 705-watt Bang & Olufsen sound system with 3D sound, whatever that means, 19 speakers, including a subwoofer and center speaker, and a 16-channel amplifier is available as an option. Base model gains 13 horsepower and mild hybrid system in the U.S. Only one powertrain has been announced for Europe so far. When it comes to powertrains, the U.S. spec 2021 Audi Q5 standard 2-liter TFSI turbocharged 4-cylinder gasoline engine gains 13 horsepower, not much, 
and a 12 volt mild hybrid system for a total of 261 horsepower and 273 pound-feet of torque. As a result, the 0 to 60 sprint is improved by 0.2 seconds to 5.7 seconds as compared to 5.9 seconds. The Fab variant badge Q555 TFSIE Quattro, a mouthful, combines the 2-liter turbo 4 with an electric motor for a total system output of 362 horsepower, dear lord, and 369 pound-feet of torque. 0 to 60 takes place in just 5 seconds thanks to the Thanks also to the standard 7-speed S-Tronic dual-clutch transmission and Quattro all-wheel drive. In North America, the SQ-5 soldiers on with the 3-liter TFSI V6 engine, which makes 349 horsepower and 369 or 500 newton-meters pound-feet of torque. Or 500 newton-meters of torque and 369 pound-feet of torque. Or is it just 500 newton-meters and torque's not a part of it? Anyway, the Zuda 60 Sprint in this case is now dispatched in 4.7 seconds, 0.4 seconds quicker than the 2020 model. For Europe, Audi has announced a single powertrain so far, badged the Q540 TDI Quattro. It's a 2-liter turbo diesel rated at a 201 horsepower and 295 pound-feet of torque, assisted by a 12-volt mild hybrid system. The Q5 also gains new advanced driver assistance features as standard, including Audi Side Assist, Lane Departure Warning, Audi Presense Rear, Parking System Plus, and Rear Cross Traffic Assist. Available safety tech, safety tech includes adaptive cruise control with traffic jam assist and a top view camera system. U.S. pricing for the 2021 Audi Q5 starts at $43,300 for the base Q545 TSI TFSI Quattro, again a mouthful, in premium trim, and tops out at $62,500 for the SQ5 in prestige trim without the options. In Germany, the Q540 TDI Quattro is priced from €48,700 or $54,940. The face of the Q5 will arrive in fall 2020 in markets around the world. So how do I think it looks? Well, it looks like, you know, it looks like an Audi. And it looks like a modern Audi. And it sort of looks like a Q5, although kind of a small, kind of a small Q5, personally. Overall, you know, I don't hate it. There's just not that much that's that distinct about it. It kind of reminds me of the new, what is it, the A5 Avant in the front, but just with a taller face. That's kind of what it looks like. The interior, though, kind of, actually kind of minimalist. We have the kind of rhomboid-looking airbag cover. We have some very, certainly more horizontally-oriented buttons on the steering wheel. The center, the centerpiece, because it's a fairly normal-looking steering wheel, steering wheel, it's not the, I think, 2020 and below Mercedes steering wheel, where it has the two, where it doesn't have the middle bar, it's just got the two bars. No, this has a middle bar, and it's silver, and it's... It's quite big because, again, the airbag cover is quite slim, which I personally love. The buttons, you know, they seem to be intelligently laid out. And that's to say that they're not, they're, you know, they're not complicated and they're not, and they don't all occupy the same space or nearly the same space on the dash. So they're spaced quite nicely. Then you have the, you know, the Audi virtual cockpit, which looks a lot like a lot of other digital instrument or completely digital instrument clusters. So nothing... Nothing, if you ask me, largely special about that. It seems it's pretty much a standard practice these days. The seats look kind of nice, though. Cool design to them. The touchscreen, as always, sticks out on top of the dash, and uh, I like it less than than others. The Kia Stinger is a good example because this one looks like a mini television because it, it really does. So with the Stinger, it's much more horizontally oriented, and it does sink to some extent into the top of the dash. This one's not like that. This would be like getting one of those phone, one of those phone mounts, and then putting it near the top of your dash. And except it's an iPad mount, and you laid it horizontally on top of the air vents. 
That's what it looks like. And I, I really don't like it. It looks... To me, it looks really, really flimsy and kind of lazy as far as design goes. Just, I'm really not a fan. I, I hate that design. That design element that's being constantly used these days. Yeah, but overall, pretty seems like a pretty standard facelift. Nothing too, too crazy, except for the powertrains. Now, that's... That's quite an improvement. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed. If you're listening on Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, then please like the episode, share the episode, follow the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell, that all notifications, that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well, then just boot up whatever you get, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Cody's Car Conundrum. Then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you all enjoyed. I'll see you next time. You've just listened to me. Probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.